everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of Building Character and Resilience, the podcast for teachers, students, and anyone who wants to form positive habits and stick to them. I'm Daniela Schiavo. And I'm Lil Van Hart. In today's episode, we are going to introduce you to our BCR program, go into why we think that building character is important, and tell you a little bit about ourselves. But firstly, how are you today, Lil? Yeah, going pretty good. We've had a few technical difficulties, but we you know, sure. get there in the end. The week's going well. That's good. Um, yeah, what about you? Oh, no, I'm great. Now that we've got everything working, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm over the moon. So with that being said, today we really wanted to touch on the topic of living an extraordinary life. What motivates someone to give to the world in an extraordinary way, to deny their own instinct of self-preservation, to sacrifice generously, and to think differently to others around them? But before we get into that, first we want to go over the different products offered in our Building Character and Resilience program. So firstly, uh, we have our BCR Student Diaries. So for those of you who are familiar with the Create Our brand, we specialize in teacher and student planners. Now with our Student Diaries, there are five that include the BCR program. So two primary and three secondary planners. Um, So that's our Study Trek, Study Trek Catholic for primary, our Study Quest, Study Quest Catholic, and Study Quest Senior for our high school students. Each week focuses on a different good habit and virtue that students can implement into their lives. The next thing we have is our BCR Teacher Planner. So this is coming for 2022. And like our other best-selling teacher planners, the BCR Planner enables teachers to stay organized throughout the school year, whilst also helping teachers reinforce the values and virtues mentioned throughout the student diaries and throughout the BCR program. Next, we have our Teacher Resource Hub, which is an online portal that holds over 500 worksheets and activities that teachers can access, download, and use in the classroom. Now, following on from that, we have our new BCR Teacher Worksheet Masters, which are a handy photocopiable tool that includes the worksheets and activities that you'll also find on the Resource Hub. Now, the next product is probably my favorite product, most of his family did not survive he did and the things that he's mainly known for he's written a very famous book the man's search for meaning he's published 39 books but that's his definitely his most well-known one and he's also known for founding the theory of logotherapy which means a human's main motivational force is to find meaning in their life so yeah that's his um he coined that basically and that's become something in psychology that people have used as a as a foundation for a, a lot of ways to help people before the concentration camps he was actually helping patients who were mentally disabled and he was helping them to avoid the nazi euthanasia program he was just always had a focus on helping others and looking outward so he's a pretty great example of someone who lived a really extraordinary life in extraordinary circumstances so his wife actually his first wife tilly grosser they were married in 1941 and she actually unfortunately died in the bergen-belsen concentration camp so victor frankel has not had it easy so one of the main things in the camps is that Victor uh, Frankel and his some of his fellow prisoners, they tried to prevent the suicide attempts by fellow inmates that were facing severe depression because of obviously their circumstances, and they, were, they encouraged them to reflect on positive memories, scenes, and thoughts. So they are, yeah, facing crazy circumstances that we won't ever have to face. And something that really stood out to me was he said, when we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. So yeah, that's an overview. So it's a lot to take in. Um, It's pretty (laughs) intense, but what do you make of that, Daniela? I really think that people, especially nowadays, 
don't know that much or they have chosen to ignore the things of the past and I think that that's really it makes things difficult because I really believe that unless you understand the past unless you understand history and have a you don't need to have a super solid knowledge of it and be able to tell you know dates and things like that don't need to be a historian (laughs) exactly you don't need to be a historian but you do need to understand how humanity came to where it is today and I think the holocaust and world war ii in particular is a really really foundational part of it's who sobering. we are it's it is sobering. it absolutely yeah. is and i think especially when you look at things like politics when you look at things like any humanitarian mm. plight that we see people face today yeah it really stems back from the things that we learned and the things that we're trying to change from the past. And it's not that far in the past. It's really it's not. It's history, but it's not that far in the past. Like That's a right. lot of our grandparents are you know, still alive today and they lived through World War II. Some exactly. of them lived through the Holocaust. And so we say history, but... We're not that far from from when this all happened. That's right. So that's a very um, a very interesting thing and something that is sobering to think that you know it's not even been a full lifetime, so to speak, since those atrocities were committed and since people had to go through such a difficult time. Absolutely, it's one of those things that no one then was prepared to be put, like a, a situation they weren't yeah, prepared they didn't to be put know. in. They didn't know what was coming. No one they can be prepared for no, that. No, there's it's, absolutely it's no unimaginable. way. It's unimaginable. Yeah. And so I think if people look at their peers and they try their best, and it, sometimes it doesn't come naturally. Sometimes yeah. being a little bit selfish, and being selfish isn't always a bad thing, but to really make the effort. And I think everything you do, similar to what Viktor Frankl says, it's a choice. You, you can choose to be empathetic. You can choose to be kind. And in the same respect, you can choose to be selfish. You can choose to yes. be closed-minded. You can choose to be offended by things. It's very much a choice. And and then that affects your, your attitude and your mood. Exactly. And I think it's really interesting that he – I mean, his, the book's title is Man's Search for Meaning. And I think part of what helped him survive – was he found meaning in helping others find meaning, which is a bit of a, sounds a bit funny, Mm -hmm. but like he truly believed that if people could find meaning in their suffering, that they would be able to endure. And him sort of coaching people to have a mindset like that is I think part of what helped him survive. Oh, absolutely. Because he had that purpose. He had that sense of, if I'm not here tomorrow, things will change for them if I'm not there to help them. And so viewing that mindset of someone can take away your freedom, that is a a terrible reality. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you can choose how you respond to things. And my parents used to sometimes say to me, you can't control everything and you don't know what's going to happen to you. You can't control that, but you can control how you respond. Absolutely. And the response I think is what changes you yeah because you can be you can see people who are they have a great life and they're not going through world war ii but if their responses are to blame other people and Mm -hmm. you know if when and we all respond that way sometimes and if our response is that and ultimately self-centered and throwing other people under the bars then we're probably going to be unhappy regardless the contentment comes from having a good attitude and having the perspective to say okay this is happening for a reason and i'm going to endure which is, I mean, with building character and resilience, that is the difference between, you know, someone who has character and resilience is going to endure and, you know, be able to overcome challenges and things like that rather than someone who doesn't have that sense of perspective or purpose. Absolutely. And I think it's interesting that you said that because we are, like Lil and I are here today because we want to be able to help teachers and students and anyone who really wants to grow and become 
better at self-control and yeah. and we're choosing. growing too exactly we want to we're here to learn better. and i think you'll find in our coming episodes that we will be speaking to people who have an incredible story to tell who have something to teach you and to teach us and we're just on this journey together and i think being teachers or students you can understand exactly what Viktor Frankl felt because you, if you're a teacher, for example, you chose to be a teacher because you believed in education. You believed that students have a right to learn and you believe that you also have something to give them. A sense of purpose. Exactly. That's your purpose. It makes you get up every day even though it is really hard and we know it's hard to be a teacher. We've we've heard from a lot of teachers and it's it's not an easy gig, you know, and you give your heart and soul. And so we respect teachers. We oh, love teachers. We, we, we do. love teachers we really on this podcast. Love <laughs> we love teachers. And that's right. And I think you out of all people can relate. I think people need to understand that even though you've not been in the exact same situation as someone, there is always something that you can learn from them. And there is always something that you can take and sort of relate it to your own life. Yeah. I actually, with, with what you saying that, um, teachability, I think, is one of the key aspects of this program being a success so the building character and resilience program someone could tell you about all of these different virtues and about building character and if you think that you've already made it or you're too good for this or you don't need any of that and you're not teachable then this program is going to be useless to you Mm -hmm. so anyone who approaches this program or anyone who approaches trying to better themselves or build character no matter how old they are or who they are if they don't have that sense of approaching it with humility which is one of our virtues Mm -hmm. and and having a sense of teachability then they're not going to get very far because if we think either it's all about us and we're selfish or we think why should I bother or I don't have anything to learn from others just in life in general we're in a dangerous place if we think I have nothing to learn from other people it's not a good place to be in no absolutely and it's interesting you say that and I I think there's a certain level of responsibility to Mm -hmm. understand your history and a lot of the time people can say, oh, well, maybe that's not that's not my history. That's not part of, you know, my history. And it's maybe a bit controversial to say, but sometimes people will say, well, you know, slavery is not a white person's history. That's black history. But actually, it's all of our history. It's everyone's and history, as humans, absolutely. history is, you know, all of us probably have ancestors or people who related to World War II. You know, everyone absolutely. went through it. Yeah. And who's to say things like that can't happen again if people you know don't if people make wrong choices again you know it's a it's a scary thought it is and i think as cliche as it does sound history will repeat itself if we don't learn from the mistakes of Of the past of the past and we've seen it happen before and it's people just and again i I throw this term around loosely but it is a bit of ignorance it's people who elect to ignore the things that happen it's people who in their own countries elect to ignore things like racism they don't want to acknowledge that it's part of the history and culture exactly yeah Yeah. and it's something i think that really if we can work on it and if we can educate out not just our students but educate ourselves to a degree where we can comfortably make decisions that will positively impact other people's lives and not just our own yeah Um, definitely yeah so i was going to ask you what do you think it is about victor frankl because there were a lot of people it says you know in his book that there was a lot of people who were suicidal in the Mm -hmm. concentration camps and you can certainly understand being in a deep depression in a place like that but what do you think it was with victor frankl and his you know fellow inmates who were trying to encourage people who they seem to have a different perspective to a lot of the other people around them and they were actually able to help lift people out of you know that you can't um he says here that everything can be taken from a man but one thing the last of human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way 
So yeah, what do you think of that? Well, I think firstly, that probably stems from a place of empathy because if you can remove yourself from your own mind and from your own little bubble that you're living in you can then look around and see what other people are going through and yeah. if you see that there are people who are struggling perhaps more than you or maybe aren't as strong mentally yes, as you are mindset exactly stuff. then yeah. you are then empowered to help them and it stems from empathy because if you didn't care or if you were kind of not self-absorbed I don't want to call anyone who went through this self-absorbed but if you were kind of more focused on your personal experience... It would be easy experience. to get bogged oh, down be. in your own circumstances. I recently had a conversation with a friend of mine and yeah. essentially the question was, do you take the time to self-reflect and do you find it helpful? Yeah. And my response, and I think maybe it comes from the fact that I do work with this program and I see the need to build character and the, and I understand that I will never be perfect but you can always work on things there's always can, more to learn and there's grow. so much yeah. more to learn and grow exactly and even though you think perhaps you're at a point like a really good point that's great but you have to be open-minded to learn so I just I said something along those lines but then a friend of mine this PCR student journal gives students the opportunity to reflect on their behavior and improve on their good habits and virtues it's a self-guided journal and it is full of inspirational stories that will encourage students to become more self-aware and as well independent in their development of self-mastery and then finally we have our double-sided classroom poster which is a great reminder for students and teachers to take the time to better themselves and be an example for the people around them yeah it's a good visual reminder to have that there so you're thinking about it throughout the day (laughs) exactly yeah we try to really think of ways to make things easy for students and teachers to really implement these good habits into their everyday lives so we hope these products really do help people help the Um, message sink in we want it to be something that's in their whole life not just something that they do at school and then forget about after you know pd period is over they want to really implement it into their lives and actually see change in their behavior and their exactly overall that's right and if you if anyone listening actually is using any of these resources please write into us and let us know how you're going with them we'd love to hear your feedback that would be great so thanks for running through everything that the BCR program offers. You can see our website, bcrprogram.com.au for further information. But now it's story time and Ooh. we want to look at a character hero story and discuss the questions that their life provokes. Sounds great. Yay. Who, so are, we, who are we talking about today? Today we have Victor Frankl. You may or may not know him. He's Austrian. He was Austrian. He was born in 1905 and died in 1997. So he lived during World War II. He was a couple of things. He had wore a few hats. He was a neurologist, a psychiatrist, and a philosopher and an author. So he was actually in Nazi concentration camps from 1942 to uh, 1945. She said, no. She said, I never self-reflect. I am who I am. And that's the end of that. She said, there's no point looking back and regretting the way you acted. And then I thought to myself, I, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to... Interesting to hear the different perspective. Exactly. But I thought to myself, okay, that's fair enough. If that's how you see it, that's, I guess that's okay as well. However, when you kind of look at any time in your life when you've acted in a way that you do, maybe you don't regret how you acted, but maybe you look back and you, you ask yourself, how could I have reacted better? Just that simple question enables you to grow so much because totally. say I said something to you, Lil, and it was really harsh and it was in the heat of the moment and I walked away and went, 
I'm so too bad. Yeah, and I went too bad. She had to hear it like that, and it's that's just how it is. So then that leaves us in strife. It doesn't it affects our relationship. Help your relationship. No, yeah. it affects our relationship because then you might not feel comfortable enough to come to me for certain things in, in the future, mm. or perhaps you might keep your opinions more reserved because you just think that I won't. And no one wants respond. to be that person Absolutely that's like, not. oh, they're going to fly off the handle, or I can't speak to them about this, I can't chat to them because they're just not understanding exactly another virtue exactly <laughs> understanding, right. yeah. and that's, that's why if you flip it around and you take and it literally only takes a few minutes of your mm. day or of your week or however often you want to do it yeah to stop and say okay this happened what did i do that i wouldn't like to receive yeah. so if i wouldn't like lil to speak to me the way totally. i spoke to her then why would i continue to speak to her like that mm. And I think there's a difference also between regretting and beating yourself up and reflecting on the past and then using the past, even if it's the recent past five Mm -hmm. minutes ago sometimes, to to learn from it. Because I think obviously if you're going to beat yourself up about, oh, I did this and, you know, you can't change the past. It's true. There's no point going in, I wish I did that. And regrets, there's not really much point in spending your energy on regretting stuff because you can't really change it. However, like it, it makes your past mistakes not for nothing if you learn from them. And I think that's a productive thing to do. And something that shows self-awareness and a sense Mm -hmm. that that's a a key of maturity um, is when you can reflect on how you've behaved. And I think also the quicker you reflect and adjust as opposed to going on for a couple of weeks after you offended that person Mm -hmm. and being angry and being like, well, I was right and here's why. You can find any sort of defense for any behavior, really. Like people have found defenses for really terrible behavior. Take Nazism as an example. Yeah, and we like to defend our own behavior. But then when you, I think it's actually a really healthy practice anytime you sort of get a bit upset or angry or offended. um, And I try to do this is I often go for a walk. So I'll take a lap around the block and I'll be like, okay, how am I feeling? And I'll try and define, mm-hmm. um, okay, I'm feeling offended or I'm feeling frustrated or I, I'm feeling angry or hard done by whatever. Yeah. So I might define those feelings. Why am I feeling this way? Is that, you know, maybe I'm tired. Maybe I'm feeling a bit insecure in this area. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is what's happening. And then, okay, was, is, was that fair of me? And then I also ask, like, am I being arrogant? Am I full of pride? Is that, am I acting out of pride and defensiveness or mm-hmm. was it genuine what they said? And also I ask myself, Okay, what is this like from their perspective? Because a lot of the time, people who offend you or hurt you are your friends or your family or your spouse. or Which is why you become so offended because you trust them so wholeheartedly. But they're not trying to hurt you most of the time. So you ask yourself, you know, what what was their intention? Were Mm -hmm. they really trying to hurt me in that moment? And when you think about it, remove the anger, remove the offense, (laughs) and you think about it actually no what are the chances that person set out to hurt me it's very very unlikely most of the time when people offend others we don't mean it we don't even know we did it half the time yeah so it's often good to reflect on it and if you can get over it yourself and just let it go then that's great and then if it's still bothering you after i don't know whatever time frame a couple of hours a couple of days weeks Mm -hmm. whatever it is that you feel is necessary then i think it's time to to speak to that person and say you know address it because otherwise it does become a block in your in your relationship whether it's a work relationship or you know whatever exactly right and that's the thing with our bcr program is that we are very strong believers in communication and open communication. And I think every virtue and good habit that we try to basically help people understand and to grow in revolves around communication, whether it's communication with your peers or communication within yourself. Mm. It's a massive, massive part of the program. And that's the thing. Naturally, as humans, 
we can be reactive and it's not Very a bad easily. thing. It's it's really not a bad thing as long as you understand that number one, there is a line that you shouldn't cross. And number two, that everything that you say to someone and everything that you you do and just the way you behave is something that you can be proud of. And that actually has to do um, with self-mastery that I was just thinking with our program, we have four different categories actually. And so when it comes to controlling your reactions and things like that and not flying off the handle or not, you know, reacting in a way that's really unhelpful, that's like a spur of the moment. Um, So that kind of thing is definitely counts as self-mastery. And a lot of these virtues and character traits that we talk about come under the heading of self-mastery. So to try and make it easier and like to bring clarity to the program, we have actually divided all of the virtues into four different categories. And we've got these fun little colorful symbols that we put throughout the diary and throughout the portal and stuff like that to show you which virtue um, which category sort of you're looking at so we have the four categories they are respect and responsibility sound judgment self-mastery and courage and strength so those are based on the four cardinal virtues which are talked about by ancient philosophers and they are used in psychology today they are very well respected and renowned and we wanted to base it on that so that we could have a program that really addressed key issues because two of those are to do with within yourself and understanding yourself and self-regulation and the other two are to do with how you relate to others and so that you're not selfish and because essentially we have a, a contract to other people so to speak that we don't just have a duty to ourselves to take care of us to do you know what's good for us we also have a duty to care for others Absolutely. and make sure that they're okay and respond and care about how our behavior affects other people because it's a classic mark of immaturity for someone who doesn't even care how their behavior affects anyone else that's right and it's interesting that you say that because that leads me perfectly into this quote that i found the other day and it's by dr steve maraboli and he says that the most powerful relationship you will ever have is the relationship with yourself. Now, I think that really comes down to the fact that if you can't take the time to invest in yourself and invest in your personal growth, then you cannot give to people yeah, it's true. the way that perhaps you want to. Or, or not the, way the best they... version of yourself. Exactly. You can't give others the best version of yourself if you're not willing to work on your own flaws because everybody has strengths and weaknesses there's no sense in denying it and if you're if you ask yourself you know what are my weaknesses and you can't name them you've got some self-reflection to do (laughs) absolutely we should all be aware i think not in a way to beat ourselves up but i think we should be conscious and mindful of our faults and failings and that's okay there's no need to deny that we have character weaknesses and, Mm -hmm. and flaws in our personality everybody does But I think the person who is self-aware is the person who's going to actually work on them, be mindful of them, and not be overly offended if somebody mentions that that character flaw or, you know, that weakness of theirs has disrupted or offended them in some way, shape or form, because we almost expect that that would happen at some point so that we can know how to handle it when it comes up. And conflict resolution is something that we are going to speak about in subsequent episodes. Definitely Which I think is very important. Especially for students and I mean I guess teachers you do have to work with each other you yeah. know in the environment like in the school environment and you have to work and coexist with your students because exactly. respect comes from a place of understanding and well I guess mutual respect between the teacher and the student and that's the yeah. best way that a teacher will be able to get through to a student and vice versa if they have their respect exactly and that's yeah. the thing as well though because 
teachers need to respect their students. Their students aren't just... It's a two-way street. It, it's an incredible... Yeah, yeah it's very And that much builds a, a good street. foundation for the class culture as yes. well. If you feel like the teacher is not respecting you and they're just saying, do this because I said so. Exactly. And we've probably all had a teacher like mm-hmm. that in our lives at some point. But they're not your favourite teachers. They're not the teachers that you might go back and visit. If you go back yeah. to the school, like I had a couple of favourite teachers and I, if I'm I still in go to the school, them. yeah, yeah. I would go and visit them. I'd yeah. say, hey. And yes, they told me off a couple of times, you yeah. know, whatever. I deserved it. Um, but they were... We're very talkative people. We all find to... <laughs> yeah, we chat. But they were... I felt like they respected me and I felt yeah. like it was fair. You yeah, know, when they absolutely. told me off, I'm like, yep, that's, that's fair. Absolutely that's right. warranted. Yeah. So. And I think one thing to, to definitely take away from this episode and also from the program in itself is that we're not striving for perfection we and one of our virtues is acceptance yeah we true. need to understand and accept the fact that life is what it is and there are going to be things that number one you can't control yeah number two actions of other people that again you can't control and accepting comes in handy then <laughs> exactly handy and, and that's when you need to take the time to regulate your thoughts and emotions and figure out a way to deal with what's happening because if you don't take the time to do that you're going to be acting out of reflexes and not out of conscious decisions of the kind of person that you want to be exactly and it's not about this is definitely not about the person you want people to think you are no not at all it's about authenticity exactly and being true to yourself in in a way that makes you genuinely happy yeah and content with who you are like truly being the best version of yourself not pretending to be or putting on a front or a mask and then feeling because that I imagine it makes people just feel horrible. Yeah, it um, would. It's but exhausting. to genuinely be someone that other people look up to exactly. or that like want to be around even. Yeah. But if, you know, if you don't have any sense of character, chances are people aren't going to really enjoy being around you because mm-hmm. you're just all about yourself. Exactly. And, and no one really likes that. Exactly. And there's a very good chance that you won't even be able to understand the way you're acting or the way you're speaking exactly because it's not coming from there's your no self. reflection and no self-awareness as well exactly yeah. yeah so Lil with all of that being said what are your key takeaways from Victor Frankl's extraordinary life Victor Frankl I mean he is an amazing he was an amazing man and I respect him um, I think the thing that struck me the most with his life was his attitude like his perspective that Mm -hmm. you can be in any situation and he was in what I would call the worst of the worst of the worst. (laughs) Yep, absolutely. And the fact if he can still do that and if he can still have a good attitude, if he can still focus on the good, if he can still be thankful Mm -hmm. and have an attitude of gratitude, then surely I can. That if I can just keep that perspective of, you know, there are always things to be thankful for and I can or I can choose mm-hmm. what my mindset is. I can choose, you know, how I'm going to react. I can choose the person that I'm going to be today and tomorrow and the next day and I can keep on choosing because if he could choose that then and all his choices and his freedom seem to be taken away from him, mm-hmm. then I think I can too. Oh, what about absolutely. What about you? <laughs> no, I'm exactly the same. In saying that, my dad always used to tell me as a kid, because obviously children you see your peers and your friends and everything they might have something material that you don't have or they might understand a concept that you can't understand or that maybe you have to work a little bit harder to understand and it's very easy to get caught up in the fact that oh this person's better than me at this this person is more adapt exactly um, to the situation than I am but my dad always used to tell me that no one is better than you but no one is beneath you 
And I think oh that can God. really tie in with what Viktor Frankl sort of thinks as well, because he could have very easily gone through his life in the concentration camps and not helped anyone. He could have been like, yep, I'm stronger than everyone here. And that's just how it is. Survival of the fittest. He really could have gone about it in that way, but he didn't. And he chose he made a not choice. to. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think even in the most simple everyday situations that we find ourselves in we can very easily use Viktor Frankl and everything he's gone through as an example to do better and I think we not only no excuses right exactly and we don't just owe it to ourselves we owe it to the people around us because I think sometimes people forget that we will always be someone else's influence whether we know it or not whether they realize it or not we somehow manage to influence other yeah. people. So like, you're influencing regardless. Are you exactly. doing it for good or for worse? Exactly. You know, everyone wants to be an influencer on Instagram, but you are an influencer <laughs> exactly. in your yeah. own life. And mm-hmm. is that influence, are you going to use it for good or evil? Exactly. And that's the thing. Teachers, you are an example for your students. Yeah. They see you every single day, how you behave. Not just what you say, but what you do. Exactly. It's so important. Exactly. It reflects on them and how they will then perceive people in leadership positions, how they respect their elders you know things like that and same with students themselves you will be an influence to your friends like for example lil really has influenced me to start reading again (laughs) do you know what i mean i seem to have that effect on people that reading (laughs) that's the every day she and you know even just like the things that she does and how she works it's uh, (laughs) no but it's true you come into an environment and so for example you've inspired um, me to learn more about technology well there we go we (laughs) get to each other and we don't even realize it it's just one of those things that you are as good as the people around you so true and therefore you owe it to them to be a good person too true couldn't agree more so thinking about that there's certainly some things that i might try and adjust in my daily attitude and my way of thinking in response to this discussion about victor frankel would you agree oh absolutely i think it's always so beneficial to look at other people and for sure and take what they've been through as a lesson to ourselves and i just think that as cliche as it sounds where there is a will there is a way and if someone reaches a point in their lives where they think that they could have either reacted differently to something that has happened or acted better in the first place then that means that they have the capacity and the selflessness to do better if they choose to yeah now, Lil, what do you say if we leave it here for today? Yeah, I think that sounds like we're out of time, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know us, we're chatty. That's right. So thank you so much to everyone for tuning in to the first episode of Building Character and Resilience. Yay. This discussion about living an extraordinary life has been really invigorating, and I hope you guys found it that way as well. Now, throughout the coming season, we will be discussing the other character heroes and delving into virtues and habits. But today was all about getting an introduction to building character and resilience and also learning a little bit about Lil and I, who will be your hosts for the season to come. That's right. And don't forget that you can follow us on Instagram at Building Character and Resilience and also like our Facebook page. We would love to build a community where we can engage with our listeners and hear your stories. Absolutely. Also, if you liked this episode, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share this episode with your friends. And if you're a teacher with your students and colleagues, Every bit of support will enable us to help more people and we'd love to hear your feedback. Our next episode will be live in two weeks' time and will be available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all other streaming services. So have a great two weeks and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye!